my brothers and my sisters, uh, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. Uh, this is A Word Daily Inspiration for Life's Journey, Plain Talk for Plain Folks. My name is Reverend James Barkley, and I am your host for this podcast. I want to thank each of you for your kind words of encouragement and your continued prayers. Uh, The podcast was designed to bring an encouraging word to God's people, and my sincerest desire is that a word will be said or a sentiment will be shared that will positively assist you and move you forward in your relationship with God. I always open up with affirmation of faith, and it is, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, that all churches are one in Christ, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. This is Season 5, Episode 3 of our podcast. We are concentrating uh, in Season 5 on operating in the courts of heaven. Uh, This episode is entitled, A Repositioned Heart for Service. We have been, well, I have been so moved by uh, this set of books operating in the courts of heaven. My daughter initially uh, was teaching this in church, and we uh, heard her teach it, and she shared the information with us. My wife, she purchased the books, and then we started to study, and we have been just enamored with the uh, fierceness of these concepts of uh, the dimensions of prayer. And the dimensions of prayer have given me a great appreciation for uh, just approaching the throne of grace, talking to God. Uh, There are three uh, ways or three dimensions that we have been concentrating on. And we were going to start tonight on the first dimension of prayer is approaching God as father. Uh, The second is friend. And the third would be approaching him as judge of all. And we did discuss uh, Zechariah in the beginning and and his repositioned heart. And in episode two, we talked about a burning desire for doing the will of God. Well, in this third episode, I was going to start to uh, talk a lot about uh, the dimension, approaching the dimension of prayer uh, when we speak of approaching God as father. But the spirit moved on me and I've had some other conversations with uh, one of my my sons today and my daughter and just church and 
you know, I think we're just going to do some plain talk for plain folk tonight. Got some new listeners. Uh, we're going to get back to the theological concepts and the uh, ideological uh, back and forth. But tonight, I just want to talk to you. My, pod, my podcast goes to uh, a lot of different guys and, and, and girls, ladies, men and women. I guess you can't say gal, gals, girls, guys. But I know a lot of you uh, that reach out to me. You're not in church. You're not really participating fully in any worship experience. And the worship experience that I'm providing uh, was born out of pre-COVID, uh, the pre-COVID area. I was diagnosed with cancer. I was struggling. My daughter asked me uh, to share my, just my trial, my tribulation, what I was going through. And my baby daughter, she set me up on a podcast and kind of gave me some basic instruction and said, Dad, if you do this, you can talk to the people. Well, I started and at first I started to just take messages that I had and and try to share those messages. But as the time has moved along, uh, I repositioned myself, my wife and I repositioned ourselves with uh, one of our former uh, churches, the uh, Yahweh School of the Prophets. I have been the administrator for uh, the denomination of True Church of Christ for years and our church, Damascus Road Outreach Ministry. So along the way with COVID, uh, the church attendance broke down and I was going through the cancer and having treatments and uh, just not really knowing exactly how all of this was going to turn out. And I found that my family became my most uh, fierce uh, pray partners, and 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 they were my most fierce transportation group. And they made sure I ate. They made sure I got there. They made sure that even when I was not in my right mind, they looked after my interests. My wife, my daughter. Uh, at least she would take me every day when her mom didn't take me. And then when they took me, they made sure that I was cognizant of the fact of what I was doing and that there was no hurt, harm, or danger really coming to me. And I thank God for that. But more than I thank God for was the revelation and the uh, illumination of his word. So this podcast that you're listening to now was birthed out of uh, my desire to share with other other men, other men, other brethren, other people just going through uh, the cancer experience and any other illness that you were going through to share a little light with you and going through teaching through the course of heaven, we will discuss exactly what's happening in our minds and our hearts and our soul. We will be discussing ways and a, a methodology, 
of prayer to be able to make our voices known, to be able to shut the accuser down, to be able to go to the throne of prayer in the courts of heaven by approaching through Mount Zion and relieving ourselves there of sin, being able to drop it off and repent and come in with a repentant soul. And the, the teaching begins there and we will go through this. I'm committed to it. If it's just two people, one person, I'm gonna do this. This is not for me to monetize a podcast, which they have a little commercial you can do. And I'm, people have talked about me getting other commercials. We'll see. I'm not trying to monetize this. I want to be, I want to help you. I want to say a word that will just speak to your situation. And, and you'll be like, well, he's talking to me. I want God to be able to identify your need and give me the unction of the Holy Ghost to be able to address it in a very plain and uncomplicated manner. Uh, we're going we're gonna to teach. I'm going to teach. I'm going to ask my wife to stop through and, 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 and give us uh, the benefit of her knowledge. I'm teaching and she is the practical applicant. She applies this prayer uh, in a very practical manner. She approaches all of the dimensions and the areas of prayer. I'll be bringing you along praying with you, but we're going to get you up to speed. We might do, I might get her to give me just, just pray for us. Uh, and then continue to teach you. But the reason why I'm not doing that tonight, I, I spoke with, uh, I spoke with my son-in-law yesterday about uh, improving my podcast. I'm thinking that if I put a picture out there that, you know, people see you and they will kind of recognize you and, and be more inclined to listen. And I'm still learning how to work this format. And evidently it's not hard, but I'm not as savvy as I thought I was. But we were talking about just changing the way you do it and and I was asking him about monetizing it. And we both agreed that we are not trying to monetize this. And in his business, he's not trying to monetize everything that he does. Although he works in a very lucrative business, providing the finest photographical uh, experiences for people that seek that. Those that are seeking pictures, those that are seeking pictures for events, those that are wanting to have small movies done, infomercials, commercials, uh, church affairs, uh, and in secular affairs, this Bracy Bunch, the Bracy Band, brand, they're my folks, and they're good. So I'm just going to throw it out there, and hopefully somebody looking for someone to do that kind of stuff. And if you don't believe me, 
they got many, many reviews. Now, this is my family, and they do a wonderful job, and they will do a wonderful job for you. So, listen, I just wanted to talk to you tonight about a couple of things, and I I don't talk for 30 minutes mostly, but I wanted to reach out to you on a very plain and speak it very plain issue. My my apostle this morning, my prophet, she told me and us this morning, she had something on her heart and I've learned to, to uh, respect the people that I church with. We, 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 we're on the line, we pray, uh, we, we talk about things that are relevant. And one of the relevancies that she had on her mind was the spirit of, I, I want to call it the spirit of discontent, but she called it something else. She said it was uh, the spirit of offense. And she also talked about being uh, aligned aligned in your affairs. Well, these, it was one other thing, but these two things, they, they resonated in my mind and in my soul, and it made me realize that I have been offended and I offend. And there was one thing missing with the idea of the spirit of offense was the spirit of familiarity. These are little imps and stimps and and they are uh, progenitors, I guess, of Satan's will in our lives and our dealing with our business. And it, it will camouflage the very reason that we are not moving the way that we should. Let's just take the, 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 the idea of the item of suspense. Uh, being um, having your feelings hurt, I guess, is the best way to do it, or being offended. Somebody says something to you and it offends your sensibilities, your good Christian sensibilities. And now you are mad at that person. You know them you have a relationship with them, but they've said something or you said something that has offended their sensibilities and offended the way that they live in their world. And they are concerned that you have become the tool of offense. And on the other hand, you are concerned that they have offended you because they have become the tool of offense. Well, brothers, sisters, mothers, friends, husbands, wives, aunties, uncles, whoever you are, I want you to put a pin in this offense. You have recognized and legitimized a demonic process a spirit that is not on God's side, not on your side, but he's come to stand 
in the midst of divine progress unless you are willing enough to look in your face, look in your heart, and find that familiar spark of recognition in the rationale between and behind the reason for the offense. You may be careful. You might just find out that this person or this issue, it seems very familiar to you. That's why it makes you so mad because this is a very familiar topic, a very familiar feeling. They've said too much. They talked up, talked about it already. They pulled out and made it seem so bad. And I just can't stand that. I just can't stand what they're saying. And you got your whole rationale as to why this person has offended you. They may not may not have even offended the will of God, but they defended and impeded your progress. So you leave away from this relationship saying, well, I don't want to be an offense. I'm not going to be offended and I'm not going to offend. Well, you know what? If you will stop for five minutes, take a look at yourself and find and just ask the question, why, Lord, why does this offend me for so much? You might find out that God will align you with the spirit of truth that will help you dismiss whatever has actually offended you. And he will give you a mechanism, a mechanism on how to deal with your offense. It might be a word. It might be a psalm. It might be a prayer. It just might be a scripture. But you'll be able to deal with this person. You'll be able to deal with this person in a very civilized and saintly manner. You won't leave mad. Your feelings might be hurt, but it won't be long enough for this to have caused a problem in your life. If God has joined you as a team together to do his will, you'll be able to work through it. You'll be able to dismiss it. You'll be able to forgive one for another because you both will be honest enough to say, I am so sorry if I hurt you. That was not my intention. And not go through all this explaining about, well, I did it because I thought, no. It'll just end right there. Now, there are some of you wondering, what, what is God's will for my life? I need to know. I need. I need to do it. I need to. I. I. I I'm just. I, I'm. I'm stopped. I come to a halt. I hear the voice of God, but I. I just don't know how clearly to. To do it, I know. I know. I've heard His will. I know He's telling me what I need to do. He's showing me, but I still don't feel comfortable that I'm doing it. I feel like I'm doing it wrong. I feel like. John might be better served at it, or, or I'm going to mess this up, and I, I'm never going to have the opportunity to serve again. Anytime we feel anything remotely controlled by an emotion that will have you feeling like if you do it, 
it's going to be the worst thing you've ever did. That's when you stop, you thank God that he's provided the mechanism for you to move forward and embrace the opportunity to use that skill that he has given you for this is the correct one. You're going to make amends. You're going to be able to look the other person in the face and say, you know what? My God has shown me that I have offended you. And this was not intentional. It was by no design of my own. So I come to say I'm sorry. I allowed Satan to lead God and direct my effort. And I've come after prayer rebuking him in the name of Jesus. I'm rebuking him and he will flee. And you and I are going to have peace. And then you go on about being a peacemaker in the situation. Don't delay. Don't wait another day. Don't stand around like you don't know what you're doing with your finger up your nose. You are a walking, talking, breathing, sanctified soul. You have gifts that God is just waiting to use, but you got a lot going on in your life right now. Some of you have relationships that you have been blaming a lot of folks on. Well, it was my girl. Well, it was my man. Well, it was his parents. Well, I didn't want to move. Well, I, well, well, well. How about just going to your partner? And say, I'm unsure of what I'm doing. But I want to be the best at it. I want to love you. I want to obey you. I want to honor you. I want to cherish you. With all that I have. For you, I want to give you all that I have. And all that I hope to be. I want us to be. One. I want us to pray together. I want us to learn how to pray effectively together. The fervent righteous prayer. I want us to be able to do that. Because at the end of the day. I love you more than I love myself in the spirit of Jesus Christ. And I'm committed to you. Give me a break. Work with me on this. And I guarantee you, when we work through this, we are going to be able to do the work that the master has ordained for us to do. Simple words, but it's a big undertaking. I know there are some of you that I've spoke with are in situations that you've lost a child. You've lost a loved one. 
lost a child, lost a wife, you've lost a mother, lost a friend, and you just don't know how to go on. You just don't know how to go on. You don't know what you're supposed to do next. You don't know how you're supposed to do it. God has shown you what to do. He's given you the capacity. He's given you within your heart that thing that just comes out, that it seems so inappropriate. It seems that it should never be in your your mind. You, This is not something that you're supposed to do. But it is something that you're supposed to do. It's just like bombing Gideon. There is not just that partner, but your partner's family needs reconciliation. Your family's company needs closure. And they need to be represented. You don't need to do all the talking. You just need to be aware to let God use you. And sometimes God won't use us in a way we think he should. But we stick on the battlefield. And if we use the way that he's used us before, then he will use us even more. We don't have to leave mean. We don't have to leave mad. We have to leave with compassion. We don't have to leave like, well, I should have did this, that. No. No, we don't have to do that. We aren't enemies. We are in the camp of God and he sent us here and he's deploying us in specific areas of this event some are in the defense some are in the offense some are on those that just are the following train so I know that I'm not teaching what I wanted to teach today. I just wanted to talk with you. I just wanted you to have some idea, just the things your daddy would tell you. I know some of you are hurting and some of you just need to know that it's all right. It's all right. And until all the pain, all the events have occurred, you're going to be here. And then for people that are looking for ways to tell their wives whatever is going on. 
he's going to have to do it from a respectable outfit. I mean, he can't just look like, you know, just anything. No. If you're going to your woman and you want her to see you, then see her. Allow to see you in your best. Clean and stable. Stoble. Not stoved up. Be able to do that. Be able to facilitate all of the things that you're hearing in your mind. Some of you are watching the game and you're all caught up and you can't see past the game. Well, you know what? The game's going to be over shortly. And those folk are going to make their money and they're going to go home. But what about your game? What about the things that you have not addressed? What about the things and the questions that you have? The questions that you don't even know now if you're doing God's will, but you want to do God's will. But there's so much, so many other things uh, wrapped up in it and you, you're trying to be an entrepreneur. You know how much people charge you to do whatever it is. And you're trying to get the right price and trying to find the right approach. So we have a remedy for that as well. We'll pray on that. There is a, a mythology that we experience when we're dealing with conflict. And some of you are dealing with conflict just simply because you are not ready to have God's word acknowledged to you. You think he's talking about other people, but he's not. He's talking about you. And for some of the answers that you're seeking, it is not monetary. There's not a monetary conclusion to this. This is showing that you can be all you need to be by approaching this 
from a very charitable avenue. Just like me, I'm not chari- I'm not monetizing the podcast. I'm going to wait. I'm letting God show me what to do. But for the people that I want to help, I need to be able to be free to, with them. I need you to align yourself, to align yourselves with whomever it is, be it a wife, be it your husband, your girlfriend, your significant other, the people that you work with, and clean it up. Clean up, clean up your life, clean up your life, clean up your life. And if you do that, you're going to be surprised at the results. Don't spend a lot of time tearing in emotions. If the emotion is not there, and you need to just get it out the way, well, just get it out the way. We found that in some of our relationships, people have just not 
went back, listened to what God had for them to do, and did it. If you'll do it, if you will follow it that way, you'll wake up tomorrow with a better, much better disposition. I want to leave you but I want you to be contented. I'm going to go just a little over my usual 30 minute mark. Those who have been praying and saying that let's just talk about some plain things. It's not going to a whole lot of extra things. So what I want to read to you, and then we'll be through, I'm going to read a portion out of my book. And it reads, Heaven Hears. Heaven Hears. The scripture that I've used is Luke 22, 41, and 44. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, cast and kneeled down and prayed. Father, saying, Father, if thou wilt remove this cup from me, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly and it was his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. A useful topic for that scripture, heaven hears, heaven hears. On the journey of life, we often times want to stay in our hearts. Father, if thy will be done, remove this cup. We are fed up to the rim with issues and situations that seem to have no end. We have done all that we know. We've said all that we know. We've expanded about as much emotion as we can without going 
insane. We are fresh out of smiles and our wit has escaped us. We are becoming someone we don't even like. We just want a better day. Just know, my brother and my sister, heaven hears and heaven is strengthening you even on your way. Just breathe out nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Now, and you will feel the power. Heaven hears, and heaven is strengthening you. So thank you, thank you so much for just kind of listening at me ramble a little bit, but that was what the Lord had put on my heart. We will go back into our studies uh, on tomorrow. God bless you. God keep you. God cause his smile to shine upon you and give you peace.